Hey, I'm Terry O'Quinn from TV's Lost. And when I'm not hanging on an island with my pal Boone, I'm going over to Patreon. Patreon.com slash TV's Kevin. That's the place where you gotta be. If you're looking out for Walt, if you're talking to Jack, if you're worried about a big smoke monster, that's the place you gotta go. Patreon.com slash TV's Kevin. I got a suitcase full of knives, but what I don't have is the loving support of patrons like Kevin does. For as little as $1 a month, you can get on there. You get an exclusive podcast called Hamill Minute, where they talk about Hamilton. My character didn't live long enough to see Hamilton, but I probably would have enjoyed it. You can support this show that you're listening to, the Puffin Publishing Podcast. Podcats, the pot about cats, Jan, the jive action nerds, a tabletop RPG show. I was more of a backgammon guy myself, but I still like a good tabletop game. I also played Risk in my first flashback episode. Anyway, that's not important. We're not the only people on this island. This island called Earth. And I think it'd be good if you went out, supported TV's Kevin. Patreon.com slash TV's Kevin. Don't tell me what I can't do, especially if you're telling me that I can't give to TV's Kevin. Patreon.com slash TV's Kevin. Avoid legal snags by telling people they're being recorded, says Skype. Uh, so you are currently <laughs> being monitored by Skype, by Podcasts International, uh, by <laughs> this bullshit LLC. Uh, yeah, it's beautiful. Uh, so, you just have so you my know. okay. You okay. have my okay. I am totally Perfect. cool with being thank recorded you. right now. Oh, thank, thank you. you. Do I have <laughs> the okay? To make the episode artwork of this like that beautiful picture of Becky Lynch, but with a bunch of cats. Yes, absolutely. Please do. I would okay. love that. <laughs> I it's I don't have the technical skills, so it's going to be like a screenshot of that, and then yes. I'm going to put it in Instagram story and add some gifs around it, <laughs> and then screenshot that. I love that'll it. That'll be the episode. It's a real homegrown uh, situation here. This is uh, Podcats, the pod about cats. I yeah. am uh, TV's Kevin Lanigan, and across the Skype from me in uh, Lights Up and Washington Heights Up uh, is uh, Lauren. Ooh, I forgot to ask you how your last name is pronounced. Moran. Moran. I didn't know if it was Moran or Moran. Where's the emphasis on what syllable? Uh, welcome to... The show. Thank you for stopping by. Oh my god, thank you for having me. I cannot tell you how excited I am to be yes. on this podcast right now. I truly I, mean that. That is uh, weird. Uh, that is, uh, lower your expectations. Uh, I, don't, I don't know if you've heard the show yet, but that's what you're in for. 
Um, uh, I'm just, I honestly, any opportunity to like that anybody will just listen to me talk about cats and have a conversation with me about cats is just thrilling because it doesn't happen very often. And even no, if not people until are the, really, flood, yeah. the floodgates opened in July, where suddenly it's okay to talk about cats. It was honestly surprising to me how many people knew about cats. I was like, oh, you all? <laughs> all of you, too, are, like, this aware of what cats is and <laughs> how fucking weird this trailer is, even if you know what cats is? Oh, God. They've been afraid to come out before now. <laughs> you know, they've been in hiding. They've been, we, cats fans are feral, you know? So yes, gonna, oh, absolutely. When people are around or passing by, they're hiding under trash can lids. They're hiding in, like, unexpected places outside your apartment building. Yeah. Terrifying <laughs> you. Sneak kissing. <laughs> um, but then, suddenly, in July, this insane trailer drops. And and they all come rushing out. Like, like the Pied Piper is prancing down the street. And all of these <laughs> rabid Cats fans are flooding. And we all have opinions. And oh. we all have opinions. <laughs> Deeply held opinions no two are the same. Nope. Uh, just like the famous cats of the musical cats. <laughs> uh, thank you for coming on the show. Uh, oh, thank, you, thank you. Thank you to our, our mutual uh, acquaintance, uh, the Queen of the Ring, for, for setting this up. Alex. Uh, Alex. Oh, for Alex incredible. Pagan, uh, the legend. Absolutely number one, incredible human. Number one Shawn Michaels fan. Yes. Uh, yes. <laughs> Alex, oh my Queen God. of the Ring. Uh, yes, and those of you uh, might know uh, Alex Moran by their very famous uh, Becky Lynch artwork with the bloody yeah! nose. If you have been tangentially interested in wrestling in the last like <laughs> year, you've seen this image. I guarantee you. Uh, <laughs> you have. I'm sorry to to it's pump okay. up how popular but like i you were on the other side and you don't have to talk about this in much detail uh okay. because uh much like skype warned me uh people are listening uh so like you know vince mcmahon is sitting oh my god he, he got out his apple podcast app and he's hearing this right now he's listening and, and not just because he knows that we could possibly be talking about wrestling it's because he genuinely loves cats the musical and just listens to the podcast as a fan Ah, I love it. Five stars. <laughs> oh goodness. So this is going to uh this is gonna be an episode that baffles both uh wrestling fans with its discussion of cats and cats fans with its discussion of wrestling, I'm sure. I mean they're kind of they're they're not too far apart from each other in my humble opinion. <laughs> if you really think about it. Thing, right? <laughs> it's these big cartoonish characters that <laughs> you can and they come out and they tell you their thing or their theme song tells you their thing and yep. they're wearing these flamboyant colorful costumes mm -hmm. you they fit a very specific archetype uh, <laughs> there's an incredible amount of athleticism on display oh in, absolutely in the projects. acrobatics the choreography it's all there it's all there and you don't know, it doesn't make sense why any of this is happening. <laughs> because why oh. on earth are these characters even together, even interacting? Who cares? It just makes sense because it's wrestling and or cat. Much like wrestling, professional wrestling, 
it is baffling to me that Cats is as popular as it is. Because right? it's so strange. <laughs> it makes no sense. So insular and weird. <laughs> oh, it's weird. <laughs> it's it's mystifying to me that it that not only is it like popular, but at its heyday, it was something that everyone was watching. It and, was legitimately the longest running Broadway show in New York until Phantom surpassed it. But like it was on Broadway for, oh my God, I want to say 18 years. Yeah, something like 20 years. <sighs> Insane. Um, yes. And then uh, the Monday Night Wars of Broadway began and Phantom <laughs> took over. Um, oh boy, it sure did. I still haven't seen Phantom actually. Uh, okay. Me neither. I mean, I've obviously seen the Gerard Butler movie. I um, haven't. I'm one of those weirdos who's like, no, I will not see the movie until I see the Broadway show. The so purity the you want. The purity. I want the purity. Like, I just saw Chicago for the first time, uh, like, two weeks ago, and I hadn't seen the movie, so now I can watch the movie because I've seen the Broadway show. Ah, dang. The movie slaps. I have not seen the 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 any stage production of Chicago. Oh, you should. I think it might be closing soon. You should definitely check it out. Get today Tix tickets because it is... Whew, I loved it. I fucking loved it. It was great. Oh. Well, um, back yeah, to cats. you. So it's a yes. <laughs> back to cats. Back to musical theater and the weird section where uh, the twain shall meet. Because and now that you've <laughs> now that you've said it, now that you've mentioned it, right? I can't mm-hmm. shake it. And I hadn't been been thinking about this. And I've had other wrestling fans on the show, and they haven't really brought it to my attention. But mm-hmm. they are shockingly similar in the yes! same way. In the same way that in a WWE match, you might get like a blue collar, beer chugging, you know, ass kicking rattlesnake up against an immortal demon god. Yeah, exactly. His brother is literally from hell, and yeah, of course that's what's going to happen. And they both want that belt. Right? And like any cat, you have this sexy cat who just like dances around and wears a studded belt, is best friends with this magical cat who can fucking make cats appear and disappear and save. It's like, why are they friends? How did they meet? Who cares? I love it. The 80s rocker cat is friends (laughs) with the sorcerer cat. Yes. And they both know an ageless, eternal cat who has been alive since the dawn of time. (laughs) For God knows how long. For... And and we are all expected to just go along with it. Yeah, and we do. And we do. We, all of us, are there for the ride. (laughs) Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Oh, my God. And somehow they both fill arenas. (laughs) (laughs) Somehow these two things. It is oddly how I feel. I know we're all tired of, like, the Disney business and, you know, Marvel fatigue, quote-unquote. But it is still so strange to me that, like, the most popular films in the history of the business feature an Eastern European witch falling in love with a robot Paul Bettany. and, And that's just one of the things they got going on. Oh, that's exactly it's the world is going crazy with all this stuff. And I love it because it's all the shit that I love. It's bug nuts. I guess it all (laughs) kind of stacks up. I think we can trace this all back. It began in like the early 2000s 
really. Mm-hmm. Now, like yeah. wrestling had been popular for a long time before that. Yeah. But I don't think I don't know if wrestling is ever more popular than when Stone Cold is like the face of professional wrestling. No, I don't think it's ever because even well, I guess I was so young when it happened that it just like I don't know, I can't really compare it to what it was now. But For it sure. really from what I've heard, like it was just God insane. I mean, it insane. was on it was on broadcast TV, like not cable. It not on not on USA or wherever it is. That's now. true. Like, it was on fucking the WB. That's next true. To, oh my god, yeah, SmackDown was on WB. Holy next shit, to like nine oh two one oh. Yep. And Damn. and all the uh, Dawson's Creek led yeah. in to Raw <laughs> or whatever. Yeah. Um. So and that's Stone Cold. That's the two thousands. Mm-hmm. The Harry Potter movies breaking big. That's the early 2000s. And at the yep. same time, we have the Lord of the Rings breaking records. We have Spider-Man changing we got, the fucking game. We got Batman movies happening. We got a lot of we got a lot of stuff happening. And I don't want to be the guy who's gonna go on record and say that 9-11 gave us contemporary geek culture. <laughs> but the numbers oh add up too well. <laughs> Oh, that's so, you never, wow, I never thought of it in that correlation where we just really needed to, like, fucking escape and not give a shit about anything anymore. <laughs> I, and, and I, again, like, I can't prove this. I'm working on a chart on my wall with, like, yarn and newspaper clippings. <laughs> and Carol, I, Carol! Yeah, Carol, Carol. <laughs> um, and I'm, I'm, you know, Jake Gyllenhaal in, in Zodiac, just like pouring over volumes of text here. But <laughs> like the, the numbers add up too well. Damn. For you me might have to have a theory here. To not go along with this theory, we're doing a lot of theories. There's a lot of theory work. We're doing, um, yeah, we're doing a lot of experimenting. The the practical uh, classes after this, the workshop, the lab, you know, uh, uh, <laughs> Cat's Lab is the four-hour block after this. But this is the theory <laughs> where we're learning the principles of Cat's. Yes. Um, unfortunately, Cat's does not fully line up with this theory because that's like That should happen 80s. Yeah. yeah, exactly. Where this is, this comes to America and somehow, in some way, becomes oh my god makes two billion dollars in one year oh my god at one point that is like what cats is raking in two billion dollars in 80s money that is bananas two billion dollars in wall street the movie money oh my god wow i i had no idea i had no idea cats made this kind of money yeah i mean i i believe it i believe it Cat's fever was real. It was cat scratch fever was. It real. was cat scratch fever, baby. It was. Oh my it, god! It's a barnstormer, and <laughs> I, I can't. It's inexplicable. There's, There's no reason. There's no reason for it. There's no reason for it to be as beloved and cherished and <laughs> just like, oh my god! It's insane. It's insane. It, it doesn't add up, Mm-mm. and there's. There's no, it's one of those, it's just lightning in a bottle. It's the exact thing at the exact time. And at no other point could it have taken off like it did. Nope. It just, it swooped in 
and like i mean fucking we're talking like pulp fiction friends mash like this level of success yes for a plotless (laughs) nonsense musical production yep by and about cats it's insane it's just god and that's part of i think that's probably why it's so appealing to me because i just i love nonsense so much that that's all cats is is just straight up nonsense from start to finish and there's no it's just like it's just visual candy it's visual and musical candy because you don't have to like stick to anything. You just have to like watch it all and take it in and be like, yeah, I am entertained right now. <laughs> yeah. It's, it's, it's like potato chips. Like it, there's yeah. no, there's no deeper substance to it whatsoever. Mm-mm. People, people will try to dissect it and say, this is about like British classism. This is about, like uh, a deeper wartime text. This is about nah. like emerging LGBTQ themes. No, it isn't. Just it, about cats, man. It, it is <laughs> just about cats. And it is silly and it is imparsibly strange. Yep. And oh, God, I love it so much. It is, it cannot be followed in its first viewing. Mm mm. Like, you can't watch Cats for the first time or listen to Cats for the first time and get it. So you have to go again. You have to go back. And maybe that's what's responsible for, like... Why it makes so much money. The sheer numbers that this thing did at its its heyday. Because that's Uh, the thing about theater people, too, is that... I mean, I'm guilty of it, where I I can watch a show over and over and over and over again and never ever tire of it you know what i mean so you get those kind of people at broadway shows and i'm sure cats had that i still does still does still does it had its most profitable week ever like the week i started this show or something like that like just a few weeks ago now i don't think those numbers are adjusted for inflation so like where physically just a ticket to Broadway costs way more now. Yeah. But it's the the trailer reignited something. Oh yeah, it lit something in people. <laughs> and just <laughs> and just for this this brief strange window in time, we're all united in this one thing. Yes. <laughs> this crazy curiosity about cats. Oh, I love it. I'm just so excited for all the... Well, no, I'm not because... Oh, God. The thing... The thing that I hate so much about the trailer are the costumes. Like, why? I don't understand. What I don't understand... See, here's what I don't understand. I don't understand why you would spend all this money and build these gorgeous, beautiful sets. All those sets are there. They're, it's not CGI. They're in an actual set that they built and made all those details, why wouldn't you do the same thing for the costumes and prosthetics? Why? 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 It it simply creates questions where there needn't have been any. Yes! Yes! And it, and it 
it it it creates and you know listeners of this show have heard me talk about it before and will hear me talk about it again but it just <laughs> it creates all of these strange avenues one you have this weird situation going on with say Jennifer Hudson's cat face yeah where it feels like her human elements are like gr- pasted on like they looks so weird it looks so weird they've been grafted on like an episode of Hannibal just these Ugh. weird like flesh plates over it and it also again and I you know call me out if you want to it raises these questions surrounding why the cats have human breasts yeah where, where like again in a play on a stage your brain understands that the cats on stage have human breasts because the actors do and yeah. they are just people wearing you know a, a unitard yep but in the film where you've bothered to ground up create these characters digitally yeah you had to then Make design the those yeah. groups you, yeah meetings were had they should have just they should have just they should have just put them in the same costumes they, just they should have just put them in costumes mm-hmm. You know, the Broadway actors have to do it for eight shows a week. And yeah. on, and on you know, Saturday, they have to, like, do it at 1 p.m., take it off, and put it all back on later. Yep. Um, they, why can't Taylor? Why can't Idris? Why the, the most, the best use of CGI always comes where you are blending you are using a real base and then just augmenting with CGI, you know, yes. enhancing, yes. improving. But they are, we are whole cloth recreating these people. And it seems way more expensive than putting whiskers on Idris Elba. Yes, I, I just, God, it's so, it doesn't make sense. Just the choice does not make sense. And it makes me miss because I don't, they just look good in like in comparison. When you compare the two of them, it's like, well, goddamn, the Broadway actors look so much better. Like the tufts of fur on the side of the face makes such a difference to like, I don't know, I don't know. It's just such a, it's a much better aesthetical like choice aesthetically as opposed to just, oh God, I just hate them. I'm not even looking at them. I'm just seeing them in my head and I hate it so much. <sighs> And I'm so sad about it. And I hate God. I so many of the costumes are also just so not fun. Why does McCavity have a hat? He has a hat and a big duster coat. Why? Why does he? Why does Mistopheles look so pitiful? I mean, if you're going to create these characters in a computer, why only do things? That we could have gotten from makeup. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Exactly. All that shit they could have done with makeup, too. And that's what's also frustrating. And it probably would have looked better and not... It always looks better. It always looks better. I want to have been in those meetings. To, like, figure out the decision-making process that got us to here. 
God, same. Big time same. And it's, you know, the movie doesn't come out for another four months as of this recording. And I (sighs) earnestly, I pray that we do not get a Sonic the Hedgehog situation where where they they decide to yank this and redo it. I would rather, if they were to do that, I would rather them just film the whole thing with makeup, with, like, costumes and prosthetics. Reshoot it! Just, yeah, fuck it. Do it again. I'm wondering if maybe there were other factors at play. If there was other, like, maybe everybody's schedules don't line up. So you get, like, Arrested Development Season 4... Where you're like, none of these people are in the same room with each other. Yeah. You've you've built this conceptually around not having all your actors at the same time. <laughs> and it create like I I want to know how these decisions were made. Why these decisions were made. I'm sure we'll find out. And I did you watch the day before the trailer came out? They released like that five minute video with them, like, working in rehearsals and shit like that, and then building the set and everything. And and all of the actors speaking with a, a stark Daniel Day-Lewis-level commitment to their craft. Two cats. To, two cats to, like, we have to honor the grand tradition of cats. Cats has a grand lineage, and we need to treat it with the utmost seriousness. I mean, they do. They're not wrong. I I hope the film we're going to get has a more lively, uh, uh, you know, fun, fanciful atmosphere than the trailer really gives off. It would be nice. I would hope. Because the trailer feels like Les Mis 2. And that is not a functional way to make cats work. Nope. Sure isn't. It'd be like if they tried to make, like, a not-sexy, not-fun Chicago. Yeah, like, <laughs> it, it needs to... Cats needs so much camp, and it needs so much... I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. I'm nervous. But it's, I'm also excited, because even if it's fucking terrible, I'm still gonna be like, this is one of the best things I've ever seen in my entire life. <laughs> what a train wreck. I can't that is watching the, Cats the movie. That is the bar we've all set for it, you know? I that know. is the, oh. that, that is the weird expectation is that I don't know if any of us think it's going to be good, good. Yeah. necessarily, yeah. but we are all expecting something that we haven't seen before. Oh, absolutely. We're, we're all expecting something transcendent in its own unique way. Oh, yeah. And oh, now, no. now the bar for this movie is almost higher than yeah. it would have been if we just thought it was going to be good. <laughs> now, I don't know what the hell is coming, so I am ready for it. <laughs> and, and it's not... I feel like Cats does not have the same associations or pedigree that, like, Les Mis or even like Oklahoma has, where you kind no. of expect a certain thing when you go to see it. Yeah, no. If you go to see Cats, it's Schrodinger's cat. It could be anything. Like, yeah. 
You... Oh my god. It... Oh my god. <laughs> yeah, no, absolutely. Absolutely. Like, you could open that, open those doors, open the playbill, <laughs> and anything could happen. Yep. You never fucking know. I, God, I haven't been to enough, like, home grown productions of cats i've only been to like the actual show and then i went to a tour when i was younger i haven't seen it live in a very very long time but now this just makes me want to see it at a fucking like high school or a middle school have you seen any have you seen any any good ones i have never seen cats live i've seen (gasps) the the, i know i've seen the 1998 dvd yeah, or like the a, VHS, I apologize. I mean, it's um, a great, honestly, that's a great interpretation of Cats. As somebody who went to see Cats and loved Cats, that I I had it and I loved it. And so I've shown many friends. So there's that. <laughs> against <They're>, their will. <laughs> forcibly, in a chair where they uh, were strapped in, with yes. their eyes forced open like Clockwork Orange. I said, guess what we're watching. <laughs> Yeah, uh, that is uh, Netflix and chill with uh, Lauren Moran. So I, I have we have done an episode about uh, the the a production of Cats done by the St. Louis College of Pharmacy. Oh my god! Um, we have done an episode on that. I have uh, my reporters in the field. Uh, Missouri State University is doing it in October, so I oh. have my I have eyes and ears everywhere so we're gonna cover that in its time yes oh my god i love i love i love this so much so everybody (laughs) stay tuned to the feed (laughs) everybody can't can't wait keep your ears glued to podcasts because we're bringing you all kinds of crazy stuff all kinds of good shit baby and and listeners if you have uh tips if you have you know uh, uh hot tips for our call line uh, can we get this pod at <laughs> gmail.com? Fuck it. You can tweet at me, TV's Kevin Lanigan. Like, hit if you if you have any leads. On any live production of cats, please, like, please, please tell me too. Per- send me a personal email so I know where these are so I yeah, can book this some is, flights. This is America's most wanted. Like <laughs> I I am asking you if you've seen these people that we've done dramatic recreations of, call in. Like we want to catch them. Wanna know. I wanna know. I wanna know. I wanna know where the cats productions are. I, I am so know. curious. And as we all know Curious uh, like a cat. Cats would not want you to be curious. <laughs> no, they want you to solve those mysteries and find out. Oh my god. Oh my god. I can't I'm so I can't believe you've never seen Cats Live. That makes me that makes my heart sad. I am because I am it's a, so magical. I am a pitiful theater fan as far as like what I've seen. Um, Listen, there's no shame in that at all. Sometimes you just, you get lucky and sometimes it just, you, I don't know, things happen. Things happen. So I saw (laughs) like uh, Sarah Bareilles in Waitress. Like that was, that's my first Broadway show. So that was great. You know, I still need to see that. I'm glad you did. It's delightful. And then when you're done with that. Don't listen to the original cast recording because Sarah Bareilles put out an album 
of her oh. singing the score to Waitress like it's a Sarah Bareilles album. Oh my god, uh, I love it. And that is the true experience. That is okay. where, that's what you're gonna get. Uh, it's a lovely show. Like, it's really, it's nice, it's heartwarming, it's funny. Um, it's had some great people at the center. I don't know who's doing it now, because again, I'm I'm a pitiful theater fan. It's truly No, it's alright. I think it's actually closing soon, sadly. I think so. Um, I think we're in the we're in the run. We're in the apparently yeah. It's been a murderous summer for Broadway shows. A lot of Oof. a lot of shows are dying. Yeah, and dying uh, quickly. <laughs> like yes. our like our good friend King Kong. Uh, oh, I saw what? King Kong and it was actually really good. I you was, saw was, King yeah. Kong on Broadway. All right, we're talking about this now. We're talking about this now. <laughs> okay. Uh, okay. For anybody that doesn't know. <laughs> King Kong has recently made his Broadway debut in the city uh, where he would one day die, not only uh, from the top of the Empire State Building, but also on stage. Um, and it is a Broadway musical of King mm-hmm. Kong with a and their their big sell, their landmark, you know, their uh, 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 the the thing they put on the marquee is that they have a like giant, giant puppet King Kong and. They do. It is, I'm not, it is one of the coolest, I'm not exaggerating, it is one of the coolest things I've ever seen on Broadway. Just because this puppet was so insanely massive, they had at least nine people puppeteering it, and like, just using zip lines and like, just bouncing up all around it, and the lead had like, a gorgeous voice and all the, uh, it was just, I couldn't, it was so cool. It was such a cool show. And I like I understand why it's closing because it's not like one of those like the story isn't it's the fucking story of King Kong. What more can you do with the story of King Kong? But you know, it, just for what it was, I really my dad and I went to go see it because him and I like seeing all King Kong stuff. I don't know why it's just like our thing. So he he really wanted to see it, so I got us tickets and we had a great time because it was like the way that they made it run is. Um, they had screens surrounding the entire stage. So they would like have things in motion to make it look like he was running through the jungle or through the city and shit like that. And man, and it could emote like the way it emoted was, Oh my God. I cried at the end. I cried when he died. Cause it was so sad. It was so sad. He was so it sad. It wasn't airplanes. It was beauty killed the beast. <laughs> it was. Do they, uh, do they drop that line? Do they? they do. Oh, oh, okay. Yeah. Good, good, oh, good, yeah. good, good. I mean, that they is do. that is integral to King Kong. Uh, legends of stage and screen like Jack Black have delivered that classic line. Yes, exactly. To us. Um, King Kong lives on. Um, they keep trying. But I, I know they'll think... probably it'll probably go on tour just because the puppet itself they built in Australia and they like they did run throughs of it there and stuff like that. And it toured a little bit. So they'll probably just do productions of it on the road just to promote that fucking puppet man and they they shipped it over on a big cruise ship with like a bunch of chloroform yeah 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 yeah. we we know how king kong gets to america just like Uh, the story (laughs) just like the story that it's all based on that king of kong because we got what do we got king kong we got 33 we got like 77 with like jeff bridges and it's like environmental um and they uh, Kong and uh, and Anne have an overtly sexual relationship in the 70s version. Yes. It is unquestionable that those two somehow 
boy. They're making it work. They're making it work. Uh, 05, uh, which I have a soft spot for, the Peter Me Jackson too. King Kong. I like that one. That's the one my dad and I saw in theaters together, and we very much enjoyed that one. And the the newer one with fucking Brie Larson and John Goodman and that whole cast that's like in the fucking Godzilla universe. An absolute A-list cast for Kong Skull Island. Yeah. Surpri- have you seen it? No, I'm afraid not. Surprisingly a good movie. I watched Multiple it. Avengers <laughs> are yeah. in that movie. Yep. Yep, there sure are. Samuel L. Uh, Jackson, John C. Riley, all the John people. John C. Riley is in it. Yeah. It's a really everybody has their initials and it's a great I enjoyed it. Because I watched it right after uh, seeing Godzilla, King of the Monsters, because they, like, mentioned Kong. And I'm like, well, shit, now i got to watch Kong Skull Island to get all those references. And I was like, wow. I'm surprised how much I like this movie. Uh, I don't know. I, I eat I... everything up. There's not many things I don't like. <laughs> you love that big ape Kong. I sure do. He's a big good boy. He's a lar- my large friend, Kong. My, my <laughs> large adult son, uh, King Kong. Um. <laughs> Yeah, but it is it, taking it taking it back a couple minutes in our conversation. It is a fallow period for Broadway right now. Oh, it is. Yeah, a lot of things are closing. All right, shows are are dying on the vine. Like mm-hmm. not even making a run of it. Just mm-hmm. absolutely. And I think there are, as always, a litany of factors leading into that. Um, number one, Broadway expensive. Yes, it is. <laughs> Uh, not only to produce, but to see. Mm-hmm. It is it is a uh, it is not for the layman. It is no longer the people's medium. There are no there are no groundlings down at the bottom, like nope. uh, reveling in each other's filth. Like it is now the it's 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 theater has unfortunately been pushed back into the realm that like symphony orchestras occupy that that Mm -hmm. uh opera occupies (laughs) like yeah like you can't orchestra seats are never less than a hundred bucks even if you're using like today tickets absolutely not yeah that's the only way that i see shows is by using today ticks because you can get like a 40 dollar ticket the day of but it's like it's not any it's not like hamilton or something but you can still see shows just in the balcony <laughs> hey nothing wrong with the balcony i've no, sat balcony no. for many a show oh me too it's the balcony is my friend because i can <laughs> afford to sit up there same that's where and you know what honestly sometimes it's a better view because you don't have anyone's head in your way because yeah. you're just like, it's great it's the you've best. got the the stadium seating up there and you have mm-hmm. the night you can see the full stage picture albeit yep. from above but you can still see it. But you can still see it. Um, and in addition to a big pricey, we are also, is there an original fucking show on Broadway right now? Besides like <sighs> Hamilton is because it's all it's Beetlejuice, the musical. It's yep. it's Mean Girls. It's mm-hmm. Frozen. It's it's just movies and some of those and i'm not and i'm not disparaging those shows some of those shows catch me if you can is a really fun show no um, no but you're right There's little no shop way... is way better as a musical than it was as a b horror movie in the 60s oh my god i know um, oh, that's coming back too i forgot hell yeah little shop you know you just gotta wait you just wide your time little shop always comes back 
Yep. Um, the Audrey's keep coming around because there's in any given like tri-state area, there are like five Audrey puppets and everybody just trades. Oh <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I've been in a production of Little Shop, so I know that Audrey too. <laughs> Wheeling and dealing life. <laughs> Audrey, too, comes in on a truck from the local, like, small college, and then the high school uses it, and they send it to the next high school, and yep. then it goes back to the college. Audrey, too, Audrey tours more than most, like, bands. Yeah. <laughs> Audrey, too, is always on the road. Always. Um, but, yeah, we are we are in a unfortunate, like, a real nadir of original broadway works taking off and there have been there have been shows that have tried mm-hmm. you know uh dear evan hansen was definitely something it was not a size smash but it's something it's still on broadway right i'm not 100 percent. it's because it's definitely also gone regional like there's definitely yeah, they're doing yeah, it yeah, in yeah. boston right now it's just in boston and they had ads for it all over the buses there yep um uh, Hades Town is really making a show right now. I feel like that's yeah. the one that people are talking about. Uh, be more chill. For. Yeah, that's a good one too that I've, I've heard. And then Come From Away. Actually, yeah, there's a handful of good ones. And then Bad Out of Hell. <laughs> it's actually, yes, which is Man, actually. I'm tempted. <laughs> you do, do it. Oh my God, do it. I swear I to God. Love I love sw- Meatloaf. And that whole album, like Jim Steinman wrote that album for a musical. And they just pitched it as a rock album because he couldn't like get it off the ground as a show. And now it's like, oh, you, if you, if you're a cats person, you will love Bad Out of Hell because it's just as like nonsensical. The plot is like paper thin, but the it's like, oh god, it's so good. It's but so those good. Songs are immortal, and they yeah. they have always felt they felt less like rock songs. Yeah, than, they're Broadway songs. Yeah, and Meatloaf like. Hoo-wee. does not have a Broadway or does not have a rock star voice. Mm-mm. He has like this, this Broadway voice, yep. these, this big, powerful belting leading man voice. And what I think held him back is unfortunately, and no disrespect to the man, he looks like meatloaf. Yeah, no, I mean, that's, it's the time period. It's, you know, that's it's just this. how things are, unfortunately, but Oh my god, no. You should absolutely see it. Do you do you know Lena Hall? Uh no. Oh, she's um so she was Yitzhak and Hedwig and she is like her voice is the most incredible voice of all time and she's in it and she sings Paradise by the Dashboard Light and it's like <laughs> just please, please, please <sighs> go see it. Please go yeah. see it. You can get like forty five dollar tickets, I think. I saw ads for on my Instagram. I'll send them mm. to you. Thank you. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's, oh my God, it's incredible. I'm seeing it Friday again. I can't wait. Oh man. Okay. I got to, I am, I am currently uh, fun employed. Uh, So I will, you know, I got to, I got to play my cards right when it comes to, to dropping money on theater ticks. But A, hopefully I won't be fun employed for much longer. There Uh, you go. B, maybe podcasts is about to blow up into a media sensation. I Uh, mean, it very well could. Patreon.com slash TV's Kevin if you want to help me go see Bad Out of Hell. Hell yeah. Hell, hell yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, can I get a hell yeah? Hell yeah. Hell oh, yeah. <laughs> that was a great Stone Cold impression. Thank you. Uh, you did you so see welcome. Stone Cold? Now we're just going to talk about Stone Cold for a minute. Did you see Stone Cold on Hot Ones? Yes, he's so great. What an incredible 
that episode of Hot Ones helps you understand not only why people watch that show where people eat very hot chicken wings and answer questions, but also why Stone Cold became a huge phenomenon. Yeah, he's because, just, oh my god, he's just the nicest guy, too, which is the one of the best parts about him. Yeah, oh. and he he's just the most charismatic son of a bitch on the planet. Yep. Like, he, yep. he looks like your dad's friend that wouldn't talk much, but he is just this, he has such a way with words, he has this great gravelly voice, and he's <laughs> just... He can just talk. And Forever. It's, and it's beautiful. And I could listen to him all day. Uh, I could, too. It's it's incredible. Uh, McCavity, go on Hot Ones. Oh, my God. Yes. Oh, my God. Fucking McCavity. Skimbleshanks, go on Hot Ones. Who is playing Skimbleshanks? Oh, I don't know off the top of my head. I'm popping open the IMDb right now. The only one, the only one I know for sure is Jason Derulo because I like to go. The Humptown Tugger is Jason Derulo. Oh, damn, that's a good one. I have okay. There is a running bet on this show of whether or not he will sneak in a Jason Derulo in the movie. Like, oh my God. If, if Rum Tum Tugger starts up and he's like, Jason Rulo, or oh. Rum Tum Tugger. You know what oh I mean? My, yeah, no, he has to. I bet he will. I bet it was in his fucking contract. That's what I'm saying. I think it's in his writer that he has to have it. Um, my na- so, I have to say my name. I have to say it at least once. I'm so sorry. It's in Kimble my contract. Shanks is some fucking, and no offense here, nobody. <laughs> it's Damn. Stephen McRae. He's been in, like, seven things. Three of them are TV movies. Sick. He he has, like, eight credits across a decade. Maybe he's, like, a big theater guy that I don't know. Probably. Is a, pro- is a production designer and actor. Wow. That's impressive. What a, what a multi-hyphenate. I know. He just production designed like seven short films. Let's not let's not be let's not be giving out this production designer credit. Let's not be throwing around labels like that. All right. Let's let's be a little more judicious with who we are calling a production designer slash actor. But anyway, there's your Skimbleshanks, Stephen McRae, Jason Derulo, Rum Tum Tugger, Taylor Swift, Bomb Ballerina, uh, Idris Elba, McCavity, Judy Dench is Old Deuteronomy. Insane. In- Ian- just insane that she is even in this. Not that she's playing old Deuteronomy, just the fact that she is in this. So is Judy insane. Dench is showing up to play. Ian McKellen is in this fucking movie. He's f- <laughs> he's the fucking old ass cat. He's, he's Gus the-, the theater cat. Yeah, that son of a bitch. The has been. That that's so and so. That fucker. You know what sucks is that in the um in the Broadway production, they didn't put it in the DVD, but the the play that he talks about where he plays the fucking old sea cat, that happens. The whole stage, like a, a whole other stage comes down and it turned into a big fucking pirate ship. And it was a whole nother production number where it was about this fucking pirate cat that he used to play in the play. Uh, would that be Growl Tiger? Or yeah, would Growl it Tiger's be... Last okay. Stand. 
Growl it's not fire for a fiddle, the fiend of the fell. <laughs> no, it's the Growl Tiger's last stand. So they have like a whole nother song and a whole big production with Growl Tiger's well, last have, stand. Well, I have good news for you. Oh that my God. Someone is cast as Growl Tiger. Well, here's the thing. And Do you remember fucking... in the movie? Who okay. is it? Who it's the fuck Ray is it? Winstone Who's from that? The Departed and, and Indiana Jones and the Kingdom of the Crystal Skull. He was Beowulf in that Beowulf movie with oh Angelina Jolie. He's in Cold Mountain. He's one of those actors that just looks like a mean son of a bitch. You so, know, he's yes. in 10 movies a year where he plays some brawler, mean man. some brawler with a Cockney accent. You know what I mean? Yep. Um, so good. I'm oh now, that's what I'm most excited for now is some I'm... extended pirate sequence. Well, here's the thing also, because do you remember in the movie, they had like a weird fucking ghost cat come around and like haunt the old cat to be like, oh, look, this is who you were as a youngin playing this cat. So unless they're doing that shit where he's just a ghost haunting poor Ian McKellen cat, nobody wants to see that. I don't no, want no, no, that. No. I want growl. I want a full master and commander. If yep. Pirates one specifically... Uh, like, big boat battle. God, same. Big fucking same. That's all I want. That's all I want. That's all I want. I want it to be needlessly long. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. I hope, Did is there a runtime on cast yet? Because I hope it's no. three and a half hours. No, we were looking it up. Uh, the, the, yes, the guest before you demands a five-hour immersive experience. I really like where their head's at. Um, I, now I'm thinking of, like, the 4DX experience of cats, where, like, in the Growl Tigers, you know, scenario, you're just getting pounded with water. Water? Just... And they actually have people in the cats' costumes roaming through the theater, like in the Broadway show. Yeah, and they're pulling uh, audience members out of the theater to, yeah. like, stand up in front of the screen. Wouldn't it be uh, great? It'll be great. It be... Oh, great and terrifying. Yeah, the the great and and horrifying experience that would be. Um, oh. I would be amiss if I did not ask you the number one question on this show. Uh, oh, that we what love to is talk it? About. Oscar predictions for cats. <laughs> now, none of us have seen it. This is all blind. <laughs> but I want there there are favorites among guests of who we think is going home with it. Um, uh, what actors, you know, how many nominations this thing is going to get. I mean, I think um, it's going to sweep. Initial you're the second in a sweep. row for sweep. <laughs> Two sweeps. I, I think, love it. I think, I think it's just really going to take everyone by, like, really take everyone by surprise. And just, uh, Katz is going to go home with gold. It's going to go home with gold across the board. I think that it's going... I don't know. I think it's just going to be up for everything and it's going to win everything. The cat. You're predicting a Titanic return of the King. Just sweep monster sweep. Yeah. 12 awards like that <laughs> kind of shit. I'm thinking 15 awards, 15 award. Right. Cause most of those big, uh, you know, like sweep awards, like don't win the big acting award. It's like Return of the King won everything, but apparently no actors in it are any good because nobody won anything. Fucking Ian McKellen did not take home gold for Gandalf. 
Oh no, she... Ian McKellen is taking home gold for old for fucking Gus the God, theater. Gus, thank you. Um, I mean, Dame Judy Dench is taking home gold for fucking Deuteronomy. They love um, to give it to Judy. They, they gotta, love it. This is probably Idris Elba's year. He could. You... Wow, you think? So? Okay, because <laughs> I think. Imagine. <laughs> If Idris Elba wins for McCavity, a character with, like, real minimal screen time. A real, like, swiper, no swiping, kind of, like, pops in in the margins sort of character. Yeah, but he tries to murder, you know? Yeah. He's a real, he's a real bad guy. His powers of levitation, you know, he, it's, oh it's a real, it's a thing. Okay, I think because I, I think smartest money is Jennifer Hudson. I think that is oh, God, yes. smartest money because she has the big song yep. that she is going to kill. We all know it. Do you think um, she comes out in full cat's costume when she sings it at the Academy Awards? Dear God, I hope so. We can pray. We can only I, pray. We can pray. I'm expecting like a a cat ear shaped tiara that's what i'm expecting at, at least what i want is full cat's regalia yeah i want her in that fucking grizabella costume from the broadway production i don't want with the crackhead the the leaking makeup and the yeah. the, the crackhead eyes yes, yes yeah it's yeah, what we all, all want. that just all the rags everywhere what's that yes. hair who even knows it's a fucking mop rags the... dangling off of other rags Yep. Uh, Isabella in all of her glory. All right, so you, glamour cat. you've heard it here twice, folks. Two <laughs> sweeps, two, two sweeps in a row. Uh, I think it's, I think it's happening. All right, I think um, it's gonna happen. You're, you're calling the big shot, and I the big shot. respect it. You had Thank to be you. a big shot. <laughs> yeah, I did. I did. Had to be a big shot, didn't you? Moving out. That's another musical. That's, yes. Oh, yes. We all remember. Everybody gets their shot at a jukebox musical. Oh, man. I'm Green telling Day, you, Bad Out of Hell Joel. is the... Yo, I'm also waiting for... God, I can't wait for a My Chemical Romance musical at some point. It's better fucking happen. It's Can you imagine the Black Parade? Black Parade, exactly. It's gonna yeah, it's be gonna... called Black Parade. Um, I think you could do that pretty easily. That's oh, not, me too. That's not hard. Gerard, ha I can guarantee you that Gerard Way has it all ready to go whenever somebody just asks him. Someone just needs <laughs> to like, come over to story. Gerard when he's yeah. busy writing his little comic books. I think someone yep. needs to wake up Gerard and be like, I don't know, here's like $20 million. And he's like, sold! Let's go. <laughs> he's waiting for that. I, my, I'm my, i personally waiting on the Fleetwood Mac jukebox musical. Ooh, I am, oh my god, yes. I'm, that I'm was, waiting yeah. for rumors or, yeah. or uh, you know, dreams or whatever they call it. Gold Dust Woman, I think, would be a pretty solid bet. Gypsy. Ooh. Probably oh my, not. There's already one called oh, Gypsy. Oh, there is another Gypsy. God There's damn. There's already one. Everything's coming up roses. Um, <laughs> so... Uh, before before I let you go, where can the good people of the the podcasts Iverse uh, <laughs> find you? Check out your work. What do you What do you want to plug? You can find me on Instagram, uh, Lauren Moran, L A U R E N M O R A N. Same thing on Twitter, and there's links to my website on there if you want to see my stuff. 
and that's really it. That's where you can see me and follow all my dumb tweets. I'll probably be screaming about cats at some point down the line. I always have a reason to. So there's there's nothing but I mean that's what I'm doing. <laughs> that's that's all everybody should be doing, honestly. I'm doing it every week. It's my this, job on this fucking show. Uh, all right. Uh, let's see. Let me do. Let me do my classic rundown. Uh, yes. Support the show and other shows like it. Patreon. Patreon.com/slash/tv's Kevin. Uh, for as little as one dollar a month, you can support this show. Uh, support the Pub and Publishing podcast, my improv show. Uh, support uh, the Jive Action Nerds, my tabletop RPG show. And uh, for the low, low price of one dollar a month, you get uh, Hamill Minute, a weekly podcast where we break down Hamilton minute by minute. Uh, check out my short stories, The Cola Wars, set in the bloody conflict between Coke and Pepsi. Um, and TV's Kevin Lanigan on Twitter and Instagram. And if you have anything to contribute to this show, can we get this pod at gmail.com? Uh, I think that's it. I think that's my plugs rundown. Beautiful. Thank you. Uh, thank you, Lauren Moran, for joining me on this uh, capital V, capital S, capital E, very special episode of Podcats. <laughs> thank you so much for having me. This was honestly a goddamn delight. God, thank I love you. cats so much, and I love talking about cats and musical theater and wrestling. God, I just love that we connected those dots and we came to the conclusion that cats is wrestling and cats. wrestling is cats. Cats is wrestling <laughs> and wrestling is cats. Good night, everybody. Good night. We're live in New York celebrating the holiday of Thanksgiving in a very big way with an exclusive performance from a giant of a show, King Kong the Musical. And Kevin saw this just yeah, last just night. Last this night. brand new theatrical epic just opened on Broadway and it's based on the classic 1933 film. On stage, Kong has been reimagined with this innovative mix of 3D animatronics, puppetry, and stagecraft. It is unbelievable. And you won't believe how big the Broadway Massive. King Kong is. A towering 2,000-pound, mm. 20-foot-high gorilla, unlike anything you will ever experience. Ever, 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 ever. <laughs> but at the heart of the musical is the journey of a determined and fearless woman who forms an unexpected friendship with this creature. Welcome now, only here on CBS, Christiane Pitts performing Full Moon Lullaby from King Kong, the musical. told you you got sad eyes.
tell you this the two critics that i went with to this show yeah. my eight-year-old and my 11 year old yeah. gave it a standing ovation they loved king kong i love they that they loved it definitely a king kong we've never seen before be sure to catch king kong the musical live on broadway it is a spectacle this has been a talk back podcast what's up all you hep cats there in podcast land this is the jive action nerds radio hour and here's some of the things you can expect from our weekly Roleplay Podcast. Well, I didn't go to medical school to be told what to do by no dumb alien. Take me to your chief of medicine. Kevin, you're the one who gave me the grenade launcher. If you didn't want me shooting the president, you shouldn't have given me the grenade launcher. President Nixon? <laughs> what a precursor of things to come. Is it bad that it's only a slur now? Oh, no. Oh, no. All of these raccoons know kung fu. All right, so I rolled uh, three ones, and since I was rolling with something extra, that's a two. Did that do it? I rolled to have sex with Burt Reynolds. All right, guys, I forgot my character sheet, but don't worry. I have it all in my heart. I rolled an 84. That's just the kind of thing you can expect from this wild and crazy radio hour. Subscribe. Follow. We'll, we'll, we'll be here. Or we won't. We're not going anywhere. Nope, we'll wait for you. This show's live. We we just wait for the red light to come on in the box, and then we play in the box. It's like how when you play music on your iPod, that's actually, John Legend is just sitting at a piano all day waiting for someone to hit play so he can play a song for you live. It's why no one can play Bohemian Rhapsody anymore.